Hello, and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Ursh, and my role as your mentor is to help fuel, feed, and grow your brain to enable you to live your best life. That's right, I want to help you create your life by design. As the owner of New Zealand's longest running women's gym and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies. And what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Man, today is going to be a phenomenal session. And I'll tell you why, because you're probably going to relate to this. I know I have in the past and one of the biggest things that people ask us is well I've tried this positive thinking and it doesn't work I tried it I did it for two weeks and it made absolutely no difference so guess what today we are bringing you a podcast all about why positive thinking doesn't work that's right why positive thinking doesn't actually work so if you have struggled with thinking positive with changing your thinking and you think hmm, I've tried it, it doesn't work, this is the podcast for you. And I thought, what better way than to start with my man, Rob Dial. He has a phenomenal video. So if you get an opportunity to actually watch the video on YouTube, and we'll hopefully be able to attach the link here in the notes, in the show notes at the bottom, is I highly recommend that you watch it because the visual that you're going to get from this will stay with you for life, or at least it did when I watched it. And we're going to actually play the audio for you today just so that we can get you into the mode of what is positive thinking and how can it transform my life by applying simple principles. Take it away, Rob. There's one really big problem with trying to think positive, and I'm going to show you what it is. See, this is clean water. And this represents how you're born. Perfect, no flaws, a clean slate. But then life happens. We're told how we have to fit in. We're told what we're supposed to do, what's not acceptable, what society wants. Some people get told that they're stupid. They get told that they're fat. They get told that they're not enough. We have some failed relationships We go on Instagram and we compare ourselves with other people. We see the advertisements and realize that we're not as good as the Photoshopped photos. And what happens? We become negative and we start having negative self-talk. So not only is there negativity outside of you, but the negative self-talk is now negativity inside of you. Life happens. It's impossible to go through life without getting some scars. But then we hear that we should think positive. And that's like taking a little bit of clean water and pouring it in. It makes it a little bit more clear, but it doesn't make the negativity go away. And at this point is where most people give up. They say that positive thinking doesn't work. Well, if you go at it this way, of course it doesn't work. But then there's some people that try a little bit more positive thinking. And they take more water and they pour it in. And it becomes a little bit more clear and a little bit more clear, but it's still dirty. But then you have to realize that this is how you have to be. You have to search for the positive things in your life. You have to find the things to be grateful for, the things to be happy about. You have to be intentional about creating positive relationships in an environment in your life that's positive. Because thinking positive 
isn't something that you do sometimes. It's something that you have to do all of the time. You have to be proactive about it. You have to realize that the world is inherently negative. And you have to be intentional every day about filling yourself with positivity. And if we do, this is what our mind will become. It'll start to become a little bit more clear and a little bit more clear and a little bit more clear. Because see, positive thinking isn't something that you do sometimes. It's something that you have to do all the time. So to help explain what was happening there, when um, Rob was talking about all the things that happen to us in life, so people say things, you hear things, you go on Instagram, um, and all these things that happen and change us from being pure as a child to suddenly not being so pure anymore. Every time he mentioned one of those things, he was scooping dirt into this bowl of clear water. And the, the water was getting browner and browner and dirtier and dirtier. And then he just sort of swirled it around and became this big muddy glass of mm. mud. So what it starts with is a clear jar of water. And, you know, it's it's when we are born, we don't have all this thinking. It's, that's The thinking is something that we have been trained in. It's something that, you know, we're told how we, we need to fit in. And that's just like one big scoop of mud. We're told that we're, what we're supposed to do. That's another spoon of mud. Um, we're told what's not acceptable, what society wants. And there's more mud going into that jar of clear water. And some people get told that they're stupid. Some people get told that they're fat. And that was certainly the case for both me and Sam at, at different times in our lives. So, you know, like I have, like I've just always assumed because I've been told my whole life that I have coconut legs, like I have Samoan legs. My mum is Samoan, my grandmother is Samoan, so therefore I must have coconut legs. Well, my mum was like a size six or a size eight. She had coconut legs too. So what did I make that mean? Yeah, and um, I was always on diet because... I was born with super skinny sisters and then normal normal Sam and so like from the age of seven I was going on to Weight Watchers and being on diet and I played heaps of sports but I, I was never ever going to be as skinny as the rest of my family. I just didn't have those genes but you know I always I was always the fat one in in the family and even with friends I had a friend of mine who used to say that when I ran around the tennis court playing tennis with her I sounded like a hippopotamus and you know teased at school for being whale tail, blubber boots, elephant bum, and you name it. You know, I mean, it's just kids as well, but you take that to heart. It's really, it really affects you. And as you grow up, you don't, as you become an adult, you don't necessarily let that go. No. So where in your life have you been holding on to things that people have said, and that's like another spoonful of mud going into your clear water? You know, like we were told that we were not enough. You know, we have failed relationships and that also has an impact on you know who we're being and what we think and how we process different feelings and emotions that's also another layer of mud in our thinking yeah or you might school you might not have been the brightest one um, you might have struggled to read or you struggled with maths or you you weren't artistic and so and you might have been teased for yeah, it even spelling like spelling you, yeah. yeah like my spelling was terrible <clears throat> when I was a kid I just could not I just couldn't get it well the good news and is Sam it's, I still can't. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel like I've just suddenly, I don't know, one day it clicked <laughs> and it all just came together. But, 
you hold that trauma and it's quite easy to once you've been told something even when you're really young that you never let go of that yeah so we start having negative self-talk so not only is there negativity outside of you but the negative self-talk is now negatively inside of you and life happens so when you get told something repeatedly over and over and over again you start believing it and that's where life starts creating some scars and that becomes your identity mm. and when people talk to you you say oh yeah no nah, I wasn't very good at school and so when you actually talk about yourself you quite often refer back to the things that you weren't very good at and that can become your standard this is I used to be dumb at this stupid at that useless at this I was fat I was not sporty I wasn't very intelligent I didn't do well in maths versus all the things that we were really good at because we never, we, said, highlight them. we never highlight the things we're good at we focus more on the things that we're crappy at and so what Rob was just explaining is we had a jar full of our own mud so he just kept scooping dirt into the water into the nice clear water and what he highlighted was that you know we start with some clean water then we take on all of these external factors you know our upbringing our school our church groups our sport groups our friends our um, siblings all of that has an impact on how we're showing up in the world and that turns into negative feedback on the inside so what he did is he grabbed a glass of water with all of that mud in that jar and he said and we try this positive thinking and we think one great thought about ourselves and he puts the water into the jar yeah, just like one glass into this big jar full of crappy, muddy water. What do you reckon happened? Oh, that's right. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it diluted it a little bit, right? So then he added another glass. Yeah, and a jug. He even had a, like a jug of water that mm. he poured in. You know, maybe, you know, three or four weeks of positive thinking poured into this big, muddy pit. And again, it didn't do much. Maybe just, maybe diluted it a little bit, but really... You wouldn't really know the difference if you were looking at that bowl. And what he said was that, you know, <clears throat> it doesn't make negativity go away. Like just by adding that little bit of water, it doesn't make it go away. And the interesting thing is, is most people give up at this stage. So where have you found yourself trying to reframe a thought process or a strategy or a behavior or a habit that you've had and you think okay, I'm going to change my thinking around this. I'm going to be really good about this. I'm going to do this. And then all of a sudden, boom, doesn't happen. It's because you tried it once. You did a little dash. You added a little bit of water to that really yucky jug full of mud and you expected the outcome to be different. They say that, well, maybe you say, I know I certainly have in my life, is that positive uh, thinking doesn't actually work. So I'm curious, have you ever said that positive thinking doesn't work? You're quite a positive person, so you don't normally have negative thinking, really. I think that it's. I think it's more that positive, positive thinking on its own doesn't work. It's positive action based on your thinking. You actually got to take action. You can't just think great things and just say it's all going to be better. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. It's all going to be better. It's all. I'm going to click my. I'm going to be Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz and click my heels three <laughs> times, and life will be better. Um, I know that you've got to take positive action. So that's our number one. High yeah. five, Sam. Right? So not only with the positive thinking, these are our two or three strategies that we're going to give you today. Right? So we're, again, we're going to give you three strategies. That's what we're going to do today. Okay. So our first one is you've got to keep it up. You've got to stay consistent. Yeah. Because he put a hose in that jar of water, right? 
until eventually the water became clear. The water became clear. I said it wasn't just one glass. It wasn't just two or three glasses. It was a real hard out flushing hose just pouring into this bowl, just nonstop pouring and pouring and pouring in until it kicked all of that dirt out of the bowl and left nothing but clear, clear water. And that's the action that needs to be taken to actually flush out all the negative things that have gone into your, into your mind and into your body, all that negativity that you're holding on to from your past. Fantastic. And step number two is come from a place of gratitude always. Now, here's a great challenge for you. The next time you feel that your thinking is going down that well, it's spiraling downwards. I want you to stop yourself. Just say to your brain, stop, not useful, and find three things to be grateful for in the moment. Don't let it go. Don't let it go. Because what you think about, what you write about, and what you speak about is what you bring about. So trying to reframe negative thinking into positive thinking is going to take time. And then our next one that we wanted to share with you, what's our next one, Sam? Be, be intentional. High five. High yes. Five. So be intentional with, like we, like we just said, what you think about, what you write about, what you speak about. Be intentional with the relationships that you have. And in your environment, be positive. Like be the person that spreads the love, that spreads the joy. Come from a place of love. Come from a place of fun. Come from a place of curiosity. And from and compassion for self. A hundred percent. Compassion's huge, right? Now, thinking positive isn't something that you do some of the time. I sometimes think that it is for you. Like when I put when like I definitely act with intention when it comes to positive thinking. Yeah. And that's just something that you innately have. I You're like more gla glass half full. Very much so. I don't do glass half empties. <laughs> my my glass is three quarters full all the time. And I also have this, it's an, and I say it's an ability that when something bad happens, there's always a silver lining. There's always something good about it. And I can't help but go straight to what is the positive in this situation? What's the positive that was coming out of this? What's something good that I can focus on? Because I just don't like to focus on the negative. That doesn't help. No. It doesn't help me anyway. Now, if you're one of those people that are going, well, that's fine, Sam. Mm -hmm. I am so the opposite of you. Look, I get you, I feel you, and I am you. The important thing to recognize here is positive thinking is a skill set. So if it's a skill, that means if you put some time and some effort and some energy into it, you're going to get returns tenfold. Because most of us think that we have to think positive all the time. And then there's a lot of us that think we're just going to try it once or twice. If it doesn't work, we're going to throw it in the trash bin. It's out. We tried it. It didn't work. Well, I'm here to tell you that this is something that you have to practice every single day. You have to realize that the world is inherently negative. Like you'll watch the news. Negative. You'll end up having gossip conversations with your girlfriends or your family or your, your um, partners. Negative. Negative. Like you find yourself in conversations where you're talking about other people instead of talking about your dreams. That, you, tend to, you also tend to watch TV that's very 100%. negative. You know, all these murder series and NCIS and CSI and SWAT team. And this, it's all about people being murdered and figuring out who the, the bad person is. So you're surrounding yourself with negative thought patterns all the time. And so knowing that the world is inherently negative, you really have to be intentional about changing your thinking. So for me personally, I don't, we don't watch the news in this house. You know, 
we haven't really been big fans of the news for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And when COVID hit, it was just like, oh, wow. That's just, just think of it for one moment. When did you last watch the news and come and going, come away from watching the news thinking, that was awesome? Oh, like, oh, never? <laughs> yeah. Like, you'd never, ever watch the news and go, that was awesome. I need to tell my friend she needs to watch that. Like, it just doesn't happen, right? So that's having a chemical reaction in your body. Like, that's your adrenals going into overload because it thinks that you're in fight, flight, or freeze, right? So you're watching the news, body has a physical reaction. Not only is it not good for your mind, it's certainly no good for your body. So what we want to think about is where is the areas in our life that we can create change around our thinking because guess what? We are being intentional. So the first thing is the news has to go, sister. The news has to go. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're like... We haven't watched the news forever. I'm like, uh, when you're on the motorway and the news comes on, do you change channels or are you still listening to the news on the way to work? Because if you're arriving at work, fear is following you. Like fear's been in the car with you and now you're taking that into the workplace. So you're driven by fear now because that's what the news is all about. It's about creating fear in you. And your thinking has to then change. Your TV What TV programs are you allowing yourself to watch, your children to watch, or your family to watch? Because they are taking that on board. So if there's a lot of swearing, if there's a lot of slang, if there's a lot of murder, if there's a lot of suspense, all of those things are creating a thought process that is unhealthy. The great news is, is we train our brains. We have a thing called the reticular activating system that sits at the base of our brain. And whatever we think about, we bring about so if you're thinking murder thriller guess what you're going to attract more of that into your world so we're here to tell you that that's not how we want to roll that's not how you're going to create your life by design you've got to start being really intentional with the way that you're thinking so no more news watch what you are watching on tv on netflix on neon gosh Mm. disney they're all coming out now especially horrors Mm-hmm. Horrors is one of the worst ones, and a lot of people like to watch a good horror movie and then go to bed. Like your your um, adrenals are going crazy. You've completely stimulated yourself, and then you're trying to get into relaxed state and sleep. So you're gonna your brain is gonna even if you do fall asleep, your brain and your body are gonna be chemically active, and you're not gonna get a very restful sleep at all. So my recommendation is go to bed and do your 10 gratitudes. Pull out your phone, write it in a journal, say it out loud, put your hand on your heart, whatever it takes. Start balancing that central nervous system so that you can have a good night's sleep. And you're also training your brain to focus on what was good that day. You don't want to go to bed thinking that that day was a disaster. You want to go to bed thinking, what were the great things that happened that day? Okay, and I just about forgot about this music I can't tell you like mums out there dads out there whatever you have got playing in the car your kids it's on repeat so you know so you you play a song and the song goes over and over and over again the first time you listen to it you don't really like it second time third time fourth. by the fifth time you're now starting to sing the words of the song so why don't you just do a little inventory about the music that you are allowing your children to hear so if you're listening to rap that's about murder and it's about sex, um, it's about drugs, all of those things, that's going into our unconscious brain. Guess what? That's not necessarily positive. So you're absorbing negative 
again. So it's just music. It's TV. It's the books that you read, the podcasts that you listen to, which is why I'm such a great fan of podcasts, because it starts to create new neural pathways in our brain that leads us to more positive thinking. Much better than reading Woman's Day, and which is just <laughs> filled with drama. The reason people love is Woman's still Day... Is still Is still happening? I think so. Hmm. I see these things going in the supermarket sort of thing. So, that you know, those gossip magazines, the reason people love them is because they're full of drama. They're not writing wonderful stories about how everything is going mm. wonderful. And pretty much every second magazine that I see is some royal disaster. Harry's doing this, Bennett is doing that, Queen's doing this. Um, you know, it's just it's just drama after drama after drama, and that's what sells. So, and you're buying into that. Yeah, marketing is huge. So just remember, news lines are all about getting your attention. They're attention grabbing. So of course they're going to stimulate fear, or they're going to stimulate gossip and drama. That's what they're designed to do. So let's just recap on why positive thinking doesn't work. Plain and simply, because you give up too soon. You have trained your reticular activating system to ask yourself, like, this is what my brain does. It looks for things and it says, is this important to Ursh? I'll highlight it and I'll store it. If it's not important, not interested, store it at the back. So this is something that I'm intentional about every single day. Like, I start my day with meditation and gratitude as most of you know I also love journaling every single day which is where I focus on you know my three things that I'm grateful for today and the three things that I want to celebrate myself for why because it makes me feel more positive I start to think about what I'm bringing into my world and then I start to block out what I don't want in my world so that comes down to movies, that comes down to reading, that comes down to podcasts, that comes down to the news. All of those things have a huge impact on the information that I'm allowing into my brain. And if I want to be more intentional about being more positive so that I can be more productive, I can feel more fulfilled, I can have more fun, I can connect with amazing other people out there that are on the same wavelength, then I've got to take ownership of my thinking and start to act with intention. So if you're one of those people that are like, oh, positive thinking isn't for me. Look, I've shared this with you before. When I was 28, I had a breakdown. Can you imagine the thinking that was happening in my brain when I was going through that really challenging part, that time in my life? It was, it was really, when I look at those thoughts, it was pretty horrific. Like they weren't pleasant thoughts at all. Like I was trying to think how I could keep myself alive and then if I wanted to stay alive sometimes. So that was really negative thinking. So when you're coming from a place of negativity, imagine how that's impacting your health. Imagine how that's impacting your emotional and mental well-being. Imagine how that's impacting your relationships, your partner, you know, your families. Imagine how that's impacting your friends, your mission. You know, maybe you're not having the most enjoyable experiences at life because your thinking is holding you back. Maybe you don't have the um, ability to see the good in what's happening in the world, so you're constantly living in a bad, toxic relationship or environment. Maybe your spirit is feeling smothered because it doesn't have the ability to see the light and see the bright. Maybe your finances are not where you want them right now because you've always been told that you're going to be broke and you're living day to day or week to week. 
And maybe you're not investing in your learning, you know, investing your time and investing your money to really transform your thinking so that you can learn more, so that you can be more, so that you can help more people. Like this is a big deal. Your thinking dictates your actions and your actions dictate your outcomes and your outcomes are a direct correlation to your thinking. So wherever you are in your life right now, in all of those 10 success categories that I just mentioned, where are you right now? And if you're not happy with any of those areas right now, girlfriend, simple fixes, start practicing positive thinking. Don't give up after one glass. Don't give up after two glasses. Give up once the water is clear and you are starting to bring more positive vibes into your world so that your health is vibrant. You're feeling energetic. You're attracting more healthier, fit people into your world. Your mental and emotional well-being is just operating at an epic level and you're feeling phenomenal. You're feeling more fulfilled. There's less frustration. Your relationships with your family and with your friends is deep and meaningful as opposed to superficial and negative. Your mission, you have a lot more clarity on what you want to do, how you want to give back and what really matters to you when you put intention into positive thinking. And let's be honest, that's what life is really all about. It's about how we can love more and judge less. So we hope that you've really loved this podcast today. It's definitely food for thought and it's definitely going to require some practice. But guess what? You might not be Sam right now. With practice, you will overtake Sam. I hope so, guys. That's because right. I've still got somewhere to go too. So, you know, it doesn't matter how positive you may be. There's always space to be more positive. Because everybody goes has negative thoughts. It's just how long do you hold on to them? How quickly do you move on? And that's a skill as well. That's something you learn and something you practice. So come and join me on the on the on the bright side. <laughs> <laughs> and here's to a wonderful, fantastic week, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend or share it on the socials. And don't forget to tag me on hashtag MFM Mind Fitness Mentor. And if nobody's told you today, remember, you are loved, you matter, and you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.